0: Does your broker tell you they're managing your retirement money on a daily basis? Really? So when they're on vacation, how does that work? Do they have computers doing their job for them? Is that reliable money management? Is it time you learned how to have reliable retirement income, keeping your principal, and protect your gains with a higher income strategy? That's why to tune in to the Total Financial Hour with host Eric Hallaby Sundays at 11 a.m. Learn about your financial power on the Total Financial Hour, Sundays at 11 a.m. On AM 870, The Answer. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, total financial power.
1: Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for being with me this morning. I appreciate you guys staying uh, tuned after broccoli I always love his show. It's a great opportunity to learn, of course, about the law. We're going to talk about financial stuff. If you're new to me, uh, new to my show, think about this for a second. How do you get out of debt, manage money, plan for retirement, live the kind of retirement life that you're supposed to be living. For a lot of people, they get to this time in life and they forget that there are two phases to saving. I mean, there's some mini phases in between, but really two main phases. One is called the accumulation phase, which is where your food, shelter, clothing, your income is derived from your job. So meanwhile, your assets, your retirement accounts, the big chunks of money, the money that is sitting there as you uh, save every two weeks or once a month, goes into the market for most of you. Maybe you're buying rental property along the way or gold or silver. You're doing the things because you're now accumulating assets as you are ready to hit through uh, to go through the retirement world. When you do that, I need you to focus on a couple of things. Number one, we've spoken before about alternative investments. Now, let me be clear on this. Anything that says alternative, anytime there's a, a, a huge rate of return or features or something that sounds too good to be true, chances are pretty good it is too good to be true. And that's important that you understand that because a lot of these folks that are pitching alternative investments, you need to ask yourself, what were your successes before with Woodbridge Financial? These same people pushing alternative investments took a client of ours for $400,000. They come walking in the door. They said, Arif, I hope you're not like the last guy. I said, well, I'm not sure. What happened? Well, they gave me an alternative investment called Woodbridge Capital. Oh, it's been around for 15 years. Oh, it's a strong company, on and on. And another product. Somebody else comes in and says, oh, I lost $60,000. Oh, what happened? Well, it was in First Global Capital, 1GC. Both of those are now known, SEC, FBI, they're out there. Ponzi schemes, scams, investigations are are forthwith. Will you ever get all of your money back? I don't know. Probably not. Bankruptcy attorneys usually uh, take a piece. Certainly trustees, the court, a lot of people take a piece to, to be paid to process the claims. So ask your financial professional, did you sell any one of those things? And if the answer is yes, then say why. And how is your judgment today any different than it was when you sold me a Ponzi scheme or somebody else? Uh, Did you use the same judgment filter? Did you still run it through the same process where people lost their life savings? I'm a little upset about this because we had a client that that came in the other day and she said, Hey, it was her first time with me. And her and her husband are immigrants, they come to this country, and they said, Eric, we trusted so-and-so. I said, oh, yeah, I've heard him. I know who he is. Yeah, we've trusted him. $400,000, it was our life savings. We came to this country with nothing. We built up our business, and we gave him a huge chunk of our life. So be, be very careful with these, quote, alternative investments. Some of them may work wonderfully. Great. Do your due diligence. And then find out the judgment of the person involved. Hey, have you made poor decisions before? Whatever financial filter you have run, these decisions, how is it different today? What are you doing differently? Big deal, guys. I, I can't have you go back to work at age sixty-eight and think you're gonna, you know, make your four hundred thousand dollars again. That's a very scary time. Taking risks, taking chances, buying uh, investments, retirement accounts, uh, places to put your money, whatever you want to call it, that go up and down in the market. If you time it wrong, if you select wrong, you could lose. Certainly you could hit home runs. You could make great rates of return. You could double or triple. You could pick the next Apple or Facebook or whatever the, you know, the home run of the day is. You could, that's right. You could, or you could lose. So just watch it. Do your, do your background checks do your due diligence, all right? I'm always concerned about that kind of stuff. Hey, how's retirement going to be different in the next five years? If you are one of the fortunate ones to go back to work, and now let's understand something here together. California is right around 29% unemployment. Now they have 12% of the population, 29% unemployment. They have double digits unhomeless population. I went down to to downtown LA and as I drove, you know, I got off the freeway and took some side streets. You got to be kidding me. I mean, nobody is, whoever owns the building, you know, get up and get these people out. You have tents that are newer than any Boy Scout troop that I've ever been a part of. You have camping equipment that must be donated by some uh, I don't know, guilty liberal who thinks that the idea is to just, uh, where is that humane? We're going to give you a tent and a packaged lunch. And now you feel better by driving home in your S-class Mercedes and you get into your, you know, six bedrooms and, and five bathroom house. And you think you checked the box. You did something good for today because you, you gave a homeless guy a, a two millimeter tent You guys, you guys have to stand up because I promise you the mob is coming. Was it Simon Wiesenthal who said, you know, I, I, by the time I'm going to surmise it, of course, by the time they came for me, there was nobody left to speak for me, right? All of you think it's somebody else's problem because the neighborhood that you live in is great. And then the street you live in is great. Well, how are you going to get out of that street now or the neighborhood or the part of the city? So you have to stand up. Go to your city council men and women. Go to your con- U.S. representatives, your, your congressmen and women. And go to them and say, hey guys, uh, how is this okay? You think you're doing Pass a law. Change a rule. Challenge something. Because these people go to the bathroom in the middle of the street. We had somebody do that in the, in the middle of our town right on the sidewalk between mental illness and drug abuse drug addiction if you don't have a plan b for these people i don't know i don't know what to do i've got ideas but i'm not running for office so you need to vote for the right people my ideas are not as important as your action because everybody has ideas everybody has good intentions Everybody wants to feel good. I mean, you get it? But who's going to stand up and do? Because this is your life. How is retirement going to look? Well, first of all, your retirement, let's, let's think about this for a second. Your retirement is going to have to fund. That means they're going to take from you. Your taxes are going to have to be withdrawn. Money from you is withdrawn to do what? It's going to have to be withdrawn to get people to live, to pay, to create, right? Because it's only your, your retirement accounts. Right now, the left has the mob on their side. They're creating chaos. They're trying to bully the president. They're trying to bully your congressman. They're trying to bully you when you eat dinner at a restaurant. So besides the, the government, different state, local, federal governments, taking money from your retirement accounts, you wanted to eat out on a Tuesday night because you didn't have to go to work first, day, first thing in the morning. You wanted to eat out, go to a movie on a Wednesday or a Thursday, less crowds. And now the the Black Lives Matter people and the Antifa people, right? there are more people that are killed in one weekend in Chicago than are killed all year... By, uh, by police officers that are unarmed. Uh, what, what's the story? These people are evil. They left being wrong a while ago. And your retirement accounts are going to pay for them. It's either going to pay for their incarceration, the damage that they've done and will continue to do. This is full-on tyranny, Anarchy. And the federal government needs to step in because the flight from California is at record levels. If you haven't heard me talk about this before, folks, try to get a U-Haul truck and say, I'm going to pick it up in in Los Angeles and drop it off in Dallas or in Boise, Idaho or in Denver. See what happens. (laughs) They're going to say, sorry, we'll see you in February. Excuse me. Yep. There's nothing available. Or what you do is you get the local one. Right? The local one says, you pick up here and you drop back off here. Right? You're moving five neighborhoods away or, or across town, but you bring the U-Haul truck back. The moving truck is returned to the same place you took it from. But now you're going to pick it up and drive it across country. Now guess what kind of a penalty and fine you pay? Thousands of dollars. And a lot of folks are saying, you know what, I'm willing to do that. So vehicles that are designed to be just local are being driven... At maybe, what is it, $33 a day plus miles, whatever that is, a 1,000 miles away. And if you don't bring it back, you're going to pay $5,000 or so, whatever it might be, in, in penalties. So what are people doing? They're driving it back and catching a plane and going back. That actually saves them a couple thousand dollars. For some, they say, you know what, it isn't worth it. Here, find me. Charge my credit card. See ya. There are people, I I pray to God, we don't have a big earthquake. Because that is almost the the final nail in the coffin, as they say, for Southern California. Because when the earthquake struck in 1994, I know entire families that went and got a U-Haul truck, picked it up and just drove east. Two days later, they were not in their home anymore. Done, gone, bye. Walked away from their house. Many, many people did that. Except this time, you don't have a balanced government in the state. You have a one-party system, you have a one-party rule, and they're going to tax you. If you stay in California, expect to pay, I don't know if it's double or triple, but it's a lot more in taxes. It could be gas tax, it could be uh, sales tax, it could be property tax, car registration tax, and on and on a friend of mine bought a truck similar to one that I had. My car registration was $780. His was $76 in Dallas. Another friend of mine had a truck just one year older than mine. And his was, I think it was $45 for two years in, in, uh, Phoenix, in the Phoenix area. And what is it? Arizona, you have a driver's license and that's it. Why do you have to keep renewing it in California? I don't need it. Uh, it's good. I'm done. I have it. You don't have to keep testing me. I drive 20,000 miles a year. What, what do you need to, to keep testing? Oh, you want the fee. Got it. Got it. Basically, they say, listen, if you need to change your address, you come in, you pay whatever, you know, $10, $20 fee to change it but that infrastructure of constantly charging fees upon fees upon fees car gas uh, you know gasoline fees this is where your car registration goes and they have this little pie map for highway patrol for car repairs and then they pass a bill that says you need to give us money on this bond measure measure xyz why for car road repair bridges and things and you see but uh, listen the left hand knows what the right hand's doing What am I doing over here again? Oh, yeah, right. You're charging me three times for the same thing, thinking I didn't pay attention. And for most of you, you don't. You're busy. You don't understand it. It's not your thing. I understand. But what is happening to your retirement years when a greater percentage of your money now is going to go to taxes? There's a couple of great websites you've heard me talk about, MarketWatch and Bankrate. Basically, you can go on their uh, websites and a few others, just some really good ones. What does it take for me to move outside? Uh, you know, what is the cost of living difference between a couple of different states? Uh, let's see, da, 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 figure out uh, the exact. Where's the best place for me to retire? I think is the code you could put in a, to your search engine and it'll give you an idea. And you you say, listen, these things are important. This is not important. I want to be next to an airport. I want to be next to a hospital. I want the best cancer hospital. It doesn't matter. You know, I'm okay. I'm healthy. I don't need that. And it'll give you a selection of states. And I want you to know, surprise, I've never seen any of them here in California. Ever. Never. So, I think what you're going to have, guys... Is the opportunity for most of us, me and you and others, to get to a place in the United States where you and I are going to have a problem if you're going to stay in California because you're going to be the only one who is left that has a job or has any source of income. Because they're not stopping the homeless people. It's great weather here. And you can be a husband, wife, two kids, not here legally husband, wife, two kids here illegally in this, in the country, in the United States, in California, and your benefits are around $78,000 a year. Between school, between money, they actually just give you money. They pay for your health insurance. You and I have to work our tail off for our health insurance. They give you food, vouchers you can eat. You can go to liquor stores You can go to fast food restaurants. Where did you want to take your family? You can sit outside of some of these places and change them for cash. A lot of people do. They take those welfare vouchers. They say, I'll give you $50 in welfare vouchers if you give me $40 in cash. And guess what? They go buy drugs or whatever they want. So California has left the station, in my opinion, and you have to be prepared. It still shocks me how how often people will say, we're going to retire and stay in California. Look, if you have enough money to do it, I'm okay with that. Just know the plan, right? Just have a plan B, which is we're going to have to be increasing the amount we pay in taxes. Quality of life is going down. Now, look, right away you're saying, put down the coffee. It's time to go do something else. Arif's not fun anymore. Okay, maybe so. And I'm sorry every once in a while I have to do a show like this. Because have you paid attention to the news where these self-righteous, spoiled brats are sitting there doing nothing but yelling at you while you're trying to enjoy a meal or when somebody's trying to sleep in their home and the authorities don't do it. I heard this the other day. It was brilliant. I I don't know why I didn't think of it. I guess I just can't think of everything and it, it was amazing to me. And here's what it was. You see, I think the police are there to protect the good guys from the bad guys. And the thin blue line, meaning there's a lot of good guys on one side and a lot of bad guys on the other side, and there's just a very few amount of police officers in the middle. State, local, city, county, right? And so the idea is when you defund them, when you you break them up, when you thin it out, then the... Bad guys are able to come through and get to you and me. Now, somebody said something recently when we were talking about this, and he says, well, uh, do you understand a couple of things here? Um, it's also to protect the criminals from the citizens. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, "Vigilantism." He said, do you not think there's going to be groups of people that are going to say, there's no no justice? What do they call it? Uh, you know, really no due process of a criminal behavior or, or whether or not it is criminal. And any criminal or accused criminal is not going to have a standard form of defense. And they say, well, Arif, what about Brianna Taylor? It was a tragic accident. They had the wrong address. She was in her right. To defend because she didn't know it was the police. She thought she was being robbed. It was a horrible, horrible accident. Was it done because she was black or, or a female? Or Of course. I, I, listen, I, I find it really hard to believe considering in the group that, that fired their firearms, in the group that were the command staff and the leadership and the decision-making process were also black. Right. The goal is to not... You know, Martin Luther King would not fit today in the Antifa and the Black Lives Matter movement. He wouldn't. He would probably be stoned or, or beat up or chased. You know, the poor guy. All he said is, judge me for the content of my character, not the color of my skin. Harvard said, yeah, but we're going to still have black dorms. We're still going to segregate graduations. Oh, and they've only been doing this for, what, close to a decade now. Everybody's going to have to have what race they are on their sleeve or pinned to their shirt. Folks, does that not sound familiar? The longer you wait, the worse it's going to get, both in the response and in the cure. I'm sorry, I wish it wasn't that way. I wish your retirement was, uh, you you know, driving around in an RV or visiting grandchildren or sewing or knitting or or whatever it is that you find interesting. But I think your retirement in the next five years is going to be very activist in nature. And you're going to have to fight. Right? Thankfully, many of you that are retiring now and or in the next five years were from some of the greatest generation, whether it be the Korean War, or the Vietnam War, you guys understand what it's like to fight for freedom and to fight to survive. My fear is 10 years from now, 15 years from now, that generation is worried about, you know, do they get a latte or not? You know, where am I still going to get my, my little uh, you know, soft towels? Will my pillow deliver on time, right? I mean, these tragic things, Whole Foods, are they run out of my creamer. It doesn't make sense. What's happening to this world, right? Thankfully, this, this time are the Korean vets and the Vietnam vets. You guys are the ones that are probably going to have to teach discipline and leadership to protect those. Because these guys aren't going to stop. The politicians better get a handle on it. They better entrust the police not to be perfect, but to make decisions. And this is, this is important. Where you spend your money is going to matter. There's a reason a lot of people leave California. is isn't just because they dislike the politics. They just don't want their tax money going to this state. They said, listen, we've given so much our entire working years. We're going to go somewhere else. And here's a secret. Check out where your local politician has their, quote, vacation home or their retirement home. Your state senator, your state assemblyman. And see how many of them are going to stay in California. And I think you might find that number to be surprising. I think you just might find that it is not what you think. They will preach one way to you, set you up, put you in a position to where you are, you are hosed financially, and then turn around and leave. One of the biggest concerns, folks, we have and we're, we're talking about is is the death toll with coronavirus. I want you to see. We did the math on it <clears throat> as we hit this week over 200,000 people, right? It's a lot. sad. American Medical Association says between 250,000 and 400,000 people a year die every year from malpractice, bad prescriptions, and bad procedures in hospitals. So let me back up. 20,000 people a month. That's the low end figure, just so you know. Reported by the same group whose best interest is to keep that number low. And that's the number they felt comfortable reporting. That's how many die from medical malpractice every year. Not just now, every year. And as high as 400,000. So put the, the coronavirus issue in perspective. Of course people are going to get it and get sick. I hope that they don't. But is it much different than the flu or mumps or measles? I don't know. It's certainly less contagious than measles and mumps. That's for sure. So come back with us. I've got some uh, tips and tricks for you. I think you're going to like it. Some of the things about retiring in California and out of California. Some of the changes that are coming up. Triple eight ninety nine retire eight 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 nine nine seven three eight four seven. 3847 Triple eight ninety-nine retire. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to the total financial hour on AM870 the answer. Now
0: higher income strategy. Learn from Arab Halabi. Learn about financial power. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power. The total financial
1: Hey, welcome back to the show. Thanks for staying with me, talking about your family's finances. The Total Financial Hour. I'm Eric Hallaby on AM870, The Answer. The Total Financial Hour. Let me give you the number again. 888 retire That's 888-997-3847. 3847 retire right, I'd like to talk about a couple of things. One of those is what the current Federal Trade Commission, okay, Federal Trade Commission. Here's what they're saying. About $145 million and this is the low number, $145 million in fraud related to COVID-19, scams, fraud, Ponzi schemes, phone calls, all sorts of things, about 205,000 different reports linked to the coronavirus since the beginning of the year. Now, the average loss is about $300, but just know some of these calls might not have resulted in a loss, meaning somebody else lost a lot more money. And many of you seniors, many folks, are afraid to even report it. So we are thinking that these numbers are probably closer to maybe 400,000, maybe half a million different people were taken. And the average number is probably closer to $1,000. Those are estimates, just guessing. Because people say, listen, it was a small amount of money, I'm good. Or they're saying something like, hey... I don't want my family to know that I got taken in a scam. So I'm not going to, I don't want to lose my driving privileges. I don't want to lose my freedom. So you just pretend like it didn't happen or you just chalk it up and say that's the way it goes. So people are scared about health, finances, like normal, like we always are. And con artists are having a field day. Folks, this is what they thrive on. You have to be careful. You're not going to ever receive anything in the mail or a phone call, my cell phone is generally private and I get nonstop texts from, I, I don't know, all sorts of places, phone calls. You try to call back and what it is? what is it is it's that, uh, hey, by the way, uh, thanks for calling, you know, push one and like, I, I didn't call you, you called me. So look at it as a, look, the scam is never going to end. All right, be careful. Speaking of scams, kind of interesting. If Ruth Bader Ginsburg actually did say on her deathbed or a couple of days before, hey, I do not want the president to replace me. I want somebody else to do it. I think it shows you the amount of contempt she had for the rule of law. What a lot of other people said during her, her tenure, that she was trying to legislate from the bench. The Constitution didn't matter. And she would push back and her supporters would push back. No, no, no. That's the way she interprets it. Fine. You show me where the Supreme Court justice has any say in a different branch of government. She doesn't. She, it, it's, in fact, it's insulting. Now, if a third grader did it, stomped their foot, folded their arms, and screamed, I'd say, oh, that's so cute but if it's a Supreme court justice that does it now, either somebody is manipulating her words, possible, possible, or her granddaughter is manipulating her words. It's possible. I don't know. Or she was on medication, likely, probable, but it is not her place. You heard me talk about this uh, last week. Uh, the president of the United States says, "Hey, listen, I have uh, six months left in my term. So do you, Supreme Court. I don't want you to rule on these on these cases here. Set these cases aside, as the president. Don't don't rule on them for a while. Uh, you know, I don't know, six months. Give me time. Excuse me, or the legislative branch saying, uh, you know, Supreme Court, we passed law. It's a little fishy." But I need some things to happen between now and then. So before you actually come in and get to the place where, I don't know, let, let, us, let us push our environmental agenda. So don't rule on this until we completely shut down the new dam that's being built. Completely, we need to shut down that pipeline. So Supreme Court, we passed a law. I know you're going to rule on the constitutionality of it. Do it in the next term let the next group of jurors decide what would you say so i want you to hold zero and probably negative credibility to that and massive amounts of contempt she wasn't a god she will be remembered and and rightfully so but so will i don't know thousands hundreds of of other congressmen and women and and jurists and federal appeals court judges and and supreme court ju- I mean there's there's probably thousands of people who've made an impact since the beginning of time in our indus- in our nation the the 15-year-old girl who saved a group of people that were holding out in a fort ran across bullets to to bring gunpowder that young lady should be remembered the young lady that ran and, and warned that the redcoats were coming I think she was 16 or 17 years old. She rode throughout the night. Why don't we remember her name? Because of her, we have a country. I mean, you see what I'm getting at? Take a deep breath. Because if that can happen, then these people that have money will control you who may or may not have money. If you think that the answer is somebody's wish, if they really, really, really mean it, look, I've said this to you before. Remember, this is where it's happening. Some of you said, oh, Eric, you're so over it. No, no, no. You can really, really believe that a Supreme Court justice can have a final say on somebody else's uh, thing. You can, you can stomp your foot. You can mean it. You can write it in your deathbed. You can have a lovely granddaughter dictate, write down, and it still doesn't make it true important you know that. In addition to that, look, the the president did his job in the last uh the last president. He nominated. That's what he's supposed to do. <laughs> he was a lame duck president, not running again. There was the opposite party in power. Those are very important facts. Well, look. Should Mitch McConnell have at least done some hearing and go, "Oh, it's too late. Too late. We ran out of time." Maybe But he still had the power, no different than what Harry Reid or Chuck Schumer would have done. Promise you that. And now these people sound like spoiled brats. Nobody complained when certain other conservative justices were replaced and it tilted the court into a different flavor. So how is this going to impact you? Well, number one, I I pray that the Supreme Court will stop being a, a, a legislative body. Because I've told you, some of the stuff that they do across pipelines and water rights, you know, there is plenty of water right here in the state of California. About a trillion gallons of water is wasted every single day that goes out to sea because they're trying to save a couple of fish. So the Central Valley has to use drinking water that was meant for you and I to drink at our homes. They have to use that to water their trees and their plants. Because the Sacramento River Delta lets all of this water go out to sea to save a couple of fish. And so they put us into an artificial drought. You see, we've never had a lot of rain, but we've always used the snow melt and the water from the various rivers. That That's what's watered and fed and created a whole amazing opportunity for us. So when the politicians forced this crisis on you, which has a whole series of consequences, it forces you and I to leave the state. When there are less taxpayers, then they have to raise taxes on those that are left. When you think about retiring in the state, people leave. So what is happening in the state of California? Well, a lot of people are keeping, quote, vacation homes here. Maybe their grandchildren are here, so they'll come every few weeks, stay for a week or two, maybe twice a month, maybe once every three months. They'll have a, a condo or a townhome, something that's, that's moderate, that's small enough to be able to manage, and their primary residence is in a different state, which means all of their income is taxed in that other state. Why do you think movie stars have a, quote, vacation home in Bel Air? Why do you think that Silicon Valley millionaires, billionaires, have a vacation home in San Jose or Silicon Valley? And yet their primary residence is in Washington state. It's simple because they say, give me income of $250,000 a year. That's my job. That's my income. And everything else I want in stock options. So then what happens? Well, stock options are taxed based on where you live, not where the company is. Now your 250000 in income, well, for sure, that's taxed on where the company is located. So you pay California tax on the very small number, but the big number, eh, sorry, no California income tax. So wealthy people shifts their income. So what happens is California creates this system that dilutes the quality taxpayer, right? Because if I go to, to to make a dollar and then I go to the grocery store and then they go to the liquor store and then they go to get their nails done and then they get their hair cut, that same dollar starts to filter around the system. It's called... The velocity of money. Smart move. That's how we track it. It goes from here to there to there. It's nice. Now, the more it's taxed, then the less of it that $1 can continue down the road. So, for example, if they take 10 cents for every dollar, now I spend a dollar, well, I only get 90 cents. And then I spend 90 cents, now that guy only gets a, a 81 cents. And then she spends 81 cents and then now she only gets 70 cents to spend. So the more the money is gone, it's missing from the system, it's going off the road into the tax scenario, then you have to ask yourself, well, California must be doing some amazing things. The roads must be awesome. Bridges, let me tell you, everybody must be great and it's not happening. Gas tax is well over a dollar more than most other places when you add everything in. For most people, the state is on the verge of bankruptcy. Now, but the state of California can't file bankruptcy, Earth. That is such an ignorant statement. Okay, look, call it whatever you want. Call it Scooby-Doo. Call it, uh, you know, m- m- Blue Star. I-, I I don't care. Call it whatever you want. It's still going to not, not pay its bills. They'll pass a law. It'll happen in the middle of the night. They'll say it's an emergency. We have to. It's for the betterment of others. And then my favorite. It's for your health. It's the health. It's better to be safe than sorry. Wear this mask, gloves. Don't give anybody you love a hug. Let your family die alone and miserable in in, uh, in, uh, hospitals. And then it's for the betterment of others. Better to be safe. So they go down this road, create this opportunity. Guys, how are you going to live in a place where you can't visit or your grandkids can't visit you in the hospital? Does it make sense? You have to vote. If you think this is ever a time when Republicans need to take over, only because they're the only other party. Some of them are just as bad. But it's the only other side of the, the, you have two choices. You don't have five. And until there's a, a viable alternative, we have to make it make make a plan B. All right. Hey, what's happening with our with our living conditions? Because we're starting to see this trend. We're starting to see this move. Triple eight ninety-nine retire. Safety with your retirement accounts. Maybe I can help. Triple eight ninety nine retire. Look, the idea of reliable retirement income wherever you live unearned income, which is very important because that is taxed on where you live. That's what the tax laws say. Wherever I live, then I have to pay taxes. Simple. But people are getting away from those mega mansions. They're getting away from the big houses with the big yards. And the baby boomer folks are downsizing into the smaller backyards for their little dogs or cats. They're downsizing to less maintenance of a pool. They have a community pool. They're downsizing into a home that is generally single story, or at least everything that they want to do is generally on the single story. Upstairs might be for grandkids or a party room or something like that. And these mega manches, mega mega developers are changing. But here's where we're finding. I, I want to say maybe ten times this year, nine, eight, ten times this year, clients have moved to the Dell Web type communities where Uh, Everything is in one place. Everything is kind of mixed together. You walk in the front door and and the home is beautiful. Everything is fine. You walk down the way. You have uh, often in one particular case up in Pismo Beach where a client moved. They actually have uh, hairdressers and spa, a gym, everything all within five, ten minute walking. Pickleball courts, tennis, golf courts. You pay for it, but not very much. You know, the monthly HOA dues. So your homes are smaller. You don't have a huge backyard. Some folks have the smaller pools or the spas or the swim swim spas, stuff like that. But what is happening is we are downsizing from the mega five-bedroom, six-bedroom houses where we raised our children. You had the big playroom and people came over. And now these homes are costing uh, probably right around the same as what you paid for the big house, you know, twenty years ago when you were raising children. But what you are getting are the amenities, sense of community, similar, um, I guess, similar interests. You know, if people collect cars, you have uh, you know, car collections, motorcycle collections. People that like to quilt travel together, take these bus trips to the casinos. There's a lot of exciting things happening in these new home developments. And as these new home developments occur, well, in many cases, they're in Yuma, Arizona, Tucson. I just mentioned one up in Pismo Beach, certainly in the outskirts of and north of Las Vegas, up uh, towards the the Utah border, kind of heading up towards the Arizona-Utah border. You have a lot of folks that are retiring just on their social security, meaning they may not have had a large pension. They have a little bit of equity in the house. With today's interest rates, they're able to sell their home, buy one of these nice homes in a nice community, single story. Everything is a a shower that you can roll in, right in case one of you is in a wheelchair. The hallways are wider, so I like that idea. Really creating the opportunity for you to move around with a walker, without bumping into walls. You know, not today, of course, for some maybe. But the most important thing is Social Security, small pensions, small retirement accounts, good retirement accounts. And what you've done is now have the freedom. So what is it that matters to you? Do you want to be close to an international airport? Do you still want to travel overseas? Of course, when things loosen up. A local airport where you can jump from, you know, Love Field in Dallas back to Burbank Airport and make that trip simple. Orange County John Wayne Airport, go off to to Phoenix, Scottsdale, turn around and come back. Right, simple. Is it is? Are we looking for a good hospital? Well, you need to make sure that are you close to a a, a five star hospital? Does food matter? You know, as far as foodies, are you a a, a restaurateur? expert person. (laughs) So you can do these grid searches. You start with, I think now, politics and religion. A city, county, state that has the mindset that keeps you away from these crazies that are going to come storm in your movie theater or come stomping at your dinner table. Right? If you can get into a place, financially speaking, where you are not around those crazies, well, like-minded people, they don't have to both all be conservatives. Just not crazy. Right? So a lot of people, if you've done well financially, you can actually have two homes like this. A small one over here and a small one over there. Medium-sized, medium-sized. You can create a lifestyle Where where you have multiple residents that are lower cost with today's interest rates, mortgage rates, uh, buying down, paying down some of your mortgage because you sold your big house. It's nice. I don't want you to pull retirement money for a down payment on a house. Certainly, if you have other options, don't do that. The reason is simple. The taxes are going to be off the charts. Okay, you don't do that. But what if you were in a position to say, hey, I sold my house. I have 700000 in equity. I'm going to put $200,000 on, on this house, 200000 on that house. My payment together is less than the payment at the last house. I have money that I can set aside and create retirement income later on. I can still work part-time, consult. So a lot of this lifestyle that's changing, I want you to consider and to think about this. And many of you are being pushed into this sooner rather than later. It it means that you may have planned to work four more years, three more years. And the whole coronavirus, by the time you get ramped up and going again, right? They lied to us at the beginning. I I used to think they were just wrong. No, no, no. They lied to us. It's about flattening the curve, flattening the curve. Okay, so we flatten the curve in about, what, four and a half weeks. Oh, now it's not about, now it's about ventilators. Darn it, we need ventilators. And the president commanded General Motors and Ford and others, says, you guys now have to get into wartime production, start making ventilators. We now have so many ventilators that we are giving them, giving them away to other countries to save the lives of other men and women around the world. Which country does that? Right, what president does that? So they lied to us about the ventilators. Then they said it's about a vaccine. The president is on the verge of getting a vaccine. Of course, not him. But he provides the regulatory pathway for people to get a vaccine for companies to be full speed ahead, to have federal government money so that these companies and industries can stop what they're doing over here, run over here, develop a vaccine. When it's now on the verge, now they're saying, oh, did we say vaccine? No, you mis- no, you misunderstood us. Huh. <sighs> not vaccine. What we said is it has to be in place for about a year before it really makes a difference. You are not that dumb. Let's figure this out together, right? You could go back and say, hey, wait a second. You keep changing the rules in the middle of the game. And meanwhile, you have people driving in cars with the windows up and wearing a mask when they're by themselves or they're with the same people they're driving a car with when they're at home without a mask, right? Their spouse or their kids. They're the same people who are walking down the street or riding a bicycle wearing a mask. Did you not take an eighth grade science class? Uh, I mean, you didn't even have to pass it. Just get a C, right? Just figure out. You're not supposed to breathe the same air that you, that you exhale. It's because that's how the body gets rid of toxins. It breathes them. It's one of, the, one of the three ways, Right is it breathes out the toxins. But you're going to breathe them back in. And not just for an hour or two like you're doing a surgery, but you're going to breathe them back in for 10 or 12 hours a day. I mean, literally, it wouldn't be, it would be funny if it weren't so serious. That normal common sense, even conservative people, seem to have lost their mind. So when I say that people want to move to a place where it's common sense, I was up in Utah recently in Idaho visiting some friends and they're like normal. Look, if you're a senior citizen, if you're elderly, if you're overweight or you have diabetes, you wear a mask, you walk into the restaurant, you said, that's fine. Everybody's still. But the normal people walking down that are healthy, young 25, 45 year olds. No, It, it makes no sense to anybody. So. I want you to know this. There's there's some craziness going on, and I don't think it's going to end anytime soon. I think good people are going to be uh, really at risk of being called all sorts of names. And so a lot of you just don't want to be around that. So good news is we're licensed in 14 states. (laughs) I know that's not a surprise because our clients have moved, and maybe that's going to be you if it is. You can always give us a call, 888-99-RETIRE, if you choose to stay, of course, or if you just want help. You want to move some of your money out of the risk, into the safety, protecting the principal, never going backwards when the market goes backwards, we might be able to help. 888-99-RETIRE, 888-997-3847. I'm Arif Hallaby Thanks for being with me. Look forward to talking with you every week at this time on the Total Financial Hour of Halaby on AM870, Learn The Answer. Take care. Learn
0: about financial power, the total financial hour. Now Arab has a plan for me. Higher income strategy. I'll retire comfortably. Thanks to Arab Halaby. Now every dollar's got a job to do. Arab makes your money work for you. Learn about financial power, the total